Welcome to the Single Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Sanderson, and on today's episode, we're going to do something completely different from the previous uh, episodes where I kind of just dive in and talk about a lot of the parenting things that go on. Um, This one's going to be broken up a little bit differently. I'm going to have a guest on a little later for a different segment. We're going to actually review Avengers Endgame, so if you want i would understand if you want to skip over that or not listen to that segment because if you haven't seen it yet which shame on you if you haven't it is probably one of the best uh finales to a decade-long series of movies there is a lot of holes in it there is a lot of interesting things that maybe i overlooked the first time i saw it um but you know then thinking back and looking about it it's it's quite interesting but we'll, we'll dive into that to that segment um but really guys what i really want to talk to you about um on this episode, I was on the phone with the lady from Virtua Foundations. I want to go ahead and give you guys an update on that. The So what's going on with that is is that we're going to start small. I'm going to try to raise anywhere to $500,000 for a NICU. Um, it's going to be given to their, their charity. Um, they have a special fund for the NICU um, department which is kind of really nice when you get down and think about it. And when I donate it, I couldn't donate to the Pacific one that I would like. So what they're going to do is they're going to make a note on it saying that I went, you know, I would they're going to put a note on it so that only when the hospital that my kids are in during their NICU stay needs the money, they will get it for that hospital. So it's going to go into their general fund for the NICU, but when that hospital that I, that my kids were at when they were babies, they can only take that money out and replenish whatever they need. If they need diapers or food or supplies for anything else um, to help those families in there and provide gifts for them. Because what the NICU does is they also give certain things around the holidays and they kind of do things for the families that are in there and it helps provide food for the pantries that are there for the Ronald McDonald house that's in there. So where you go in, you have free snacks and drinks and stuff like that. Cause you, you, you spend a lot of time in there guys. And it's something really cool. I think you guys should really donate and help out. Um, I'm going to start small with it. Cause I talked to Amy. Um, her name is Amy. She's a really nice lady. Um, we're going to start small for the first time. I'm also going to talk with the company that I work for. They do match any donations that I make. So, so let's say I donate $500. Hopefully my company will match it and donate another $500. So that'd be a thousand dollars. Or let's say I donate a thousand, they'll match and donate a thousand. Um, so I'm working on that. Um, I just didn't, I didn't want to get too into that yet with my company until I confirmed some stuff up with the virtual foundation. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's something really cool. I kind of want to do this 
every year, try to raise money for this. So I think we'll start small the first year. I think I think the ultimate goal will be 500 and then I'll see if my company can match it. And then, you know, we'll donate $1,000, you know, as for Single Dad Podcast, which would be really awesome. I also want to get Amy on. I'm going to go actually go to the hospital and meet with her and have her come on and explain what the Virtual Foundation does in a future podcast right before maybe we launch the donation thing. And I'm going to try to get a couple nurses, maybe even one of the doctors or the director. She's working on that for me right now. We're going to try to finalize some stuff so that we can make this happen. And it's going to be a really cool thing. It's going to be something great um, because without the NICU you guys, my kids wouldn't be where they are. Um, so it means a lot to me. So I think if you guys go on and maybe purchase some merchandise or just the stickers would be really greatly appreciated. I think it'll be something worthwhile. I think it's a good cause. It's something that most people don't bring attention to because it's not your typical donation type kind of thing. You know, it's either cancer research or Alzheimer's or any of these other more, you know, prolific diseases and things that need cures for. But I feel like there's other things too that could be taken care of and looked at more closely and maybe make strides in other things because you never know. You never know if you're going to be put in that situation and it'll be nice just to give back. Like I feel like this is a good platform for me to be able to give back to something that means a lot to me um, and hopefully help other families. I mean, like I said, my cousin's you know, their kids were in the NICU. So for me, it's, it's, it's also for a family thing too, you know? Um, so guys, I, I appreciate you guys at least listening and tuning in and hopefully you guys will be willing to support my cause. I think it'll be great. Um, I'm not sure, you know, how quickly or how long it's going to take. Um, but you know, I, I appreciate whatever you guys can give. It's really great. You know, I already got $28 from someone already, before they really knew the whole full details of it all. And if you're listening, I thank you. I think you know who you are. If not, you know, when I get everyone's money and totals and everything, you know, I'll I'll run down the list. I'll, I'll you know, I'll name you all off if you like. Because um, for me, this is something that's, that means a lot to me. So, and then getting into something else, guys, that's on my mind. Um... There was a situation just recently, um, the, there's got to be boundaries, guys. You know, there's got to be certain things, and I got to be tread carefully with this, because I don't want to get involved with airing any, like, personal stuff, you know, it's just, like, between me and the ex, but there's got to be boundaries, there's got to be certain limits and certain thing so here's here's something that I have a problem with and I struggle with I figured I'll let you guys get a little insight on some of the the major struggle that I have and and it's me being a passive aggressive type kind of person I know I kind of let my ex dictate a lot of things which is really messed up she knows that I will do anything and bend over backwards for my kids no matter what. She thinks she runs everything. She thinks she can do no wrong. She thinks everything's right. She's 
she thinks she can get away with whatever she wants without any recourse. So I'm done with that, guys. I'm I'm done. Something happened and my kids are fine. It has nothing to do with my kids, so to speak. It's just the way she goes about herself and treats herself. I have I have the complete control of the situation and yet I still allow her to dictate certain things. That's my biggest problem I have with this. Um, I'm just trying to be real with you guys on this opening segment here with this episode. Um, like I said, I think I think I missed something on the episode where I talk about struggles and some other things that I should have probably mentioned to you guys that just reoccurred to me just recently. I think... The biggest thing that I struggle with and I I deal with so well, actually, is my anger and my frustration. I don't allow her to get to me. I don't allow her bullshit and BS to bring me down. And that's what you guys need to learn and figure out how to not allow their mistakes, their ignorance their lack of respect dictate your feelings and your emotions because it does no good for you more than anything it the anger and the frustration that you build up doesn't do anything it doesn't it doesn't help you any like mentally physically any of that stuff and i realized that last night and i think no matter what for the next I hate to say it, the next 12 years, because my girls are six, not even 12, it's more like 11 years, 11 and a half really, I have to deal with her BS, because I'm going to be honest with you guys, uh, as it's looking right now, I don't know if she'll ever have a great life, so to speak, and she's always going to always be a pain, but I'll never ever guys like i said in previous episodes allow her to know and understand or see that um you know it's funny you know she'll sit there and think that i'm on a high horse or i act a certain way when i don't and she always deflects and always wants it to seem like it's always everyone else's fault and not her own she doesn't take responsibility for any of her mistakes or her screw-ups it's always someone else's problem and she uses the children to make it seem like it's okay to do what she does because it's for the kids but that's wrong you don't do that you don't use your kids to justify anything because that's not what they're for that's not what kids are about you love your kids you do anything for them right but there's a fine line that you you don't cross you don't do something and say like oh it's okay i did something bad because i did it for my kids that's that's not what kids are for don't ever use your kids, guys, or girls, don't ever use your kids against your significant other to justify anything. Because at the end of the day, the problems you have with your with your ex is the problems between you and you and that person, not your kids. Don't ever bring your kids into it. Just don't do that because it's not it's not right. It's not fair. It's not good for the kids. I mean, they'll never know. So that's the problem. I know I'll never sit there and tell them and make them look and understand that their mom's made bad choices and their mom still makes bad choices and their mom lies to them and all this stuff. 
But yeah, she'll sit there and twist it and tell the kids that I'm a bad person or something along those lines when she gets them or tries to manipulate them. My kids are smart enough to know better. They are. Um, They're still young. um, So they're still easily to manipulate because they're at that age. You know, they'll believe almost anything you tell them. But... It is what it is, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna turn this into a bitch fest or you know me complaining about anything other than I'm just trying to let you guys know that something happened the other day, and when I mean the other day, I mean like yesterday. Um, and I'm I'm not gonna go into details about it because there's no reason to, but I just want you guys to understand that things happen, things come up, and. Yeah, you get angry and you get frustrated and you just got to move past it. It's not it's not worth letting that person still control you in any sort of way. Don't don't let that person dictate your life. Don't let that person manipulate you to the point where you feel that no matter what they're right and you're wrong because they feel like they have some sort of control or power over you or whatever it may be or they may hold your kids over your head or whatever it is don't allow that to happen to you it happens to me all the time and the problem that I have is that I feel like I let my kids down if I'm not there or I'm not doing something for them because their mom hasn't always always been there for them as they've gotten older and that's on her that's not on me that's on her I know you guys probably are thinking like, all right, these episodes are all basically the same thing, but they're not. These are, I'm trying to give you guys examples and, and just live in the moment of, of what being a single parent is. This is what this is about. Um, I know people, you know, I've, I've done research on these things like podcasts and single parents and stuff like that. Like I, like I know I sit there and say that this is organic and then I go from the hip and all that stuff. And I do. I don't write anything down. If you guys can see my preparation for the show, it's little to nothing. Um, I get on, I hit record, I talk about what's going on, what's, you know, what's happening right now in my life, and my brain's constantly moving and thinking while I'm recording this, and I know that's probably not the right way to do a podcast, but I want to be different. I don't want to be like everyone else's podcast and, and, you know, go crazy. Like, yeah, there's certain aspects of a podcast that I want to do and want to be, but I'm not trying to be everyone. I'm trying to be single dad podcast. I want you guys to feel the emotion and what I bring to this. And you can tell this time I'm a little bit more aggressive, a little more angry, just because as I'm talking about the situation, I want to sit here and I want to tell you guys what happened. I want to, but I got to be careful and tread lightly because this is an open forum. You know, this is something that people can use, they can talk about, they can share it, they can like it, they can do what they want, but I'm trying to give you guys examples of real life situations that you're not going through this alone, you don't have to feel like you have nothing, you don't have to feel like you're the only one going through something or experiencing something, because you're not, I'm, I've been removed from my ex-wife for three plus years, and I'm still dealing with bullshit, um, you know, and like I said, for the last year and a half, I've had them full custody, you know, um, it's it's interesting and then this past week you know it's 
my daughter, you know, here's, here's something that I never thought, you know, would happen. But I mean, it's, it's interesting. My, you know, my daughter, you know, she needs glasses, you know, I've kind of, was kind of seeing the tales of it, you know, the last few months, um, you know, I waited till the school did their eye screening. You know, I, I was, I was 100% expecting them to say that I should take her to the eye doctor that they're, that, you know, they think she has an eye problem and like a vision problem. And, you know, which is fine. You know, it's, you know, I wear glasses and I wear contacts most of the time. Um, so I set up an eye doctor appointment, you know, unfortunately for pediatric eye doctors, you have to wait a little bit because unfortunately, you know, they're, there's so, you know, there's so few of them and, and they're pretty spread out around here that it's hard to get into some sometimes. So, so, you know, my daughter goes, you know, both of them go, you know, my one daughter, Vega, she's fine. Perfect vision. You know, she's good. Uh, she doesn't go back for three years. And then Sydney gets in the chair. I can kind of tell right away that she was not doing so well and struggling with the letters and kind of seeing them. And, you know, then they do the eye dilation and she gets in the chair, they put the glasses on her and they start doing the, the things and changing it. You know, is this better, that better, not better, this better, that better. And she started to cry, guys. Um, my heart broke, you know, because two things happened in that moment. Um, was one, she knew she was going to need glasses. And that was scary to her. And she was afraid. And then two... She was probably happy that she could actually see things clearly. So to see that moment that your kid realizes that one, there is a problem and two, it can help her, you know, there's joy in it because she can see things clearly. Um, so as a parent, my heart broke and I quickly explained to her that it's going to be okay that people wear glasses and daddy wears glasses and that... What daddy's going to do is he's going to stop wearing his contacts and wear glasses so that we can be glasses buddies and just wear, wear our glasses together and not so that she makes it understand that it's okay to wear her glasses. A lot of people wear glasses and that it's okay and she'll be fine and nothing's going to change. And, you know, it's going to be completely okay. And that I want to show her that I'm there with her. I'm by her side and that I don't have a problem wearing glasses with her. And, you know, her sister was super supportive, you know, she, you know, she was really nice about it, you know, and I think what's going to happen is after me and Sydney start wearing our glasses all the time, Vega's going to want to wear some glasses. So I'll have to figure out to get some faux glasses or something, guys, and get her something so that she feels like she fits in because I don't want her to feel left out either. But I don't want her to feel that she has to wear glasses because daddy and sister wear glasses, you know. So... It's just some of the moments and some of the things, guys, that there's some of the emotional roller coasters that we go through on a day-to-day basis as a single parent. It's amazing that in one week, at the start of it, things are fine, things are good with the ex and me, getting along fine for weeks, you know, we're, we're, we're fine, and then, you know, we, you know, I do the eye doctor thing, she actually shows up for that, you know, she's trying to be more involved, yada, 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 which is fine, I'm okay with it, you know, like... Then, you know, she's like, you know, she does her idiotic brain fart moment where she does something without asking, does something almost illegal-ish, I'm not going to get into it, and just just mind blows me and then tries to use the children as her justification as it's okay. Like, just 
And she calls me the crazy one because I got angry and frustrated about it. Like, not angry, but, like, she thought I was being... All right, well, maybe I was, you know, angry about it. But if I could tell you guys the full story, I would. But that's going to have to be for a lot later and a lot later on in this podcast uh, series run here, guys. I can't I can't talk about it right now just because it's it just happened literally yesterday. And so you can just see how quickly things can change and how quickly things can go back because you never know like life as a single parent you gotta you gotta expect the unexpected because one moment things can be fine and then the next moment you're gonna get blindsided by something that you just completely did not see coming like i didn't see something that happened yesterday come and just blindside the crap out of me um And I know in that moment that she told the kids the wrong thing, and I and I know that, and that's something I'm gonna have to deal with when they return because they're over at their in-laws right now, and she lives with them. So I know she probably told them the complete wrong thing and tried to justify what she did as something that's okay when it's legitly not. Um, and I'm gonna have to explain to the kids why Daddy did what he did, and why. It's wrong what mommy did. Because, guys, what I do is I teach my kids the, the right things and the wrong things. And that there's good ways to go about things and bad ways to go about things. Unfortunately, their mother thinks, unfortunately, that certain things that she can do is better than other things. And that she's untouchable and she can do whatever she would like. That's not how life works, guys. There's rules and laws to certain things. And you have to follow them. And don't try to justify anything you do because you think your kids make it all okay to do. That's not what this is. Your kids also don't control the situation or dictate the situation because you're the adult, you're the parent, you control the situation. You got to remember that. So she has a lot of growing to do still as an, as an adult and as a person. I think she, I think there's a part of her that wants to be a mom but I think the bigger part of her wants to just do what she wants and have a carefree lifestyle and just go crazy and that's fine but don't teach the kids the wrong thing don't do that she'll never get it um I don't think she will I mean she's in her mid-30s she hasn't got to fight now guys she's not gonna get it anytime soon so it's just funny you know she thinks what she does is okay and it's not I think that's what you guys gotta understand is there's gotta be a nice ebb and flow you would like it to be a constant flow um, but that'll never happen being a single parent is definitely like riding a white water raft you know, you got your calm moments, and then you got your real, you got your kind of rough moments, and then you got your, like, out of control craziness, like, extremely out of control rabbits. But guys, guess what? If you just hang on and just hold tight, guess what? You're going to get through it, and it's going to get calm again. Who knows how long that's going to last or how quick it's going to be, but guys, I'm just telling you, just hang in there. That's all you got to do is just hang in there. Don't do anything stupid. Always Think. Think. Before reacting. Because I could tell you guys early on. 
I would just I would just blurt out stuff and just overreact and just you know shoot myself in the foot think and then do it calculated don't let your emotions dictate your reactions because that's how things fail that's how you screw things up and that's where things go bad so guys you really need to focus on just getting your emotions under control figuring out what keeps you centered what gives you the best way to handle a situation and i think going through what i went through has helped me understand that and deal with that and just move on and try to be a better person i'm not perfect i'm not i'm just not and i i, I never will be and i don't want to be i i just want to be the best dad and be the best parent that i can be for my kids and unfortunately my job is harder because of my ex-wife and some single parents have it great they have a great working relationship with their spouse so in their ex their their significant other um their ex-partner or whatever it is then others have it just real nasty just ugly just just disgustingness like and like my one friend you know like i said i brought it up before i don't think he listens to the show i don't i don't know you know he's an ex-marine I'm not going to give his name out because it's not right to him, but, you know, and I'm not going to talk about his situation much, but, like, I just know from a distance, from what I see, from what he posts, that his ex, the mother of his child, lives in another state. She makes it extremely, 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 extremely hard for him to see his own daughter, and that's all he ever wants to do is see his daughter, and I feel for the guy, you know, and I think it's unfair the way she goes about it, and the system allows it to happen, and it's unfair. He's not a bad guy. He served our country. Don't punish the guy because he was in the military. And, you know, like, I mean, there's other stuff to it that I probably don't know. So I'm not going to go too much into it. But, like, I look at that situation. I'm just like, man, it's so fucked up. Um, so messed up. Um, And I just don't get it. And it's just not good the way certain situations. And then I look at one of my other friends, you know, like, it's it's just weird like I don't know I don't I think the way life has been with parents and this whole you know me too movement is is interesting the way the world and society is going is very interesting you know and I'm all for women's rights and you know treating women fairly and you know all this stuff but there's also got to be a balance for single dads that actually want to be a part of their kids' lives. There's got to be some sort of movement for that because not all dads are bad. And then that growing minority of good dads to bad is, is a lot better than you guys probably think. Um, and, it, and, and it sucks because dads, you know, they, they love their kids just as much as their mother does. And I, and I get it. You know, you, you, you women go through a ton of stuff when you have your you know you carry the child for nine months and all this stuff and what you guys go through emotionally physically mentally and you know after the fact you know is is something that i don't know how any man could handle so i bow down to you for that and and i'm in all of you for that but don't punish the the man because the marriage or the relationship didn't work but if he's a good person or a good dad, don't don't take that away from 
him or deprive your child or children from that because that's not fair. It's not right. Like, and this whole 50-50 thing is, is, you know, I get it. If it's if it's 50-50, there should be no child support because you're both equally still involved and still equally supporting your child. I feel like if you have 50-50, there should be no child support for either the mother or the father. I don't care who makes more, who makes less. That's the choices you two made to separate and leave. Or one made a mistake and left and cheated or did whatever. If, this, if the judge and the jury, uh, the judge in the system says it's 50-50, half the time the child is with the father, half the time the child is with the mother, there should be no 50-50. There should be no child support for the mother. There should be no child support for the father. Each parent should equally be able to take care of the child. And if one parent cannot afford to take care of the child, then the child shouldn't go to that person. If the it should go to the, the parent that can can take care of the child more, you know, like or spend more time with that other one. I don't know. Like there's gotta be a better balance to it. I, I just don't get it. And I'm not saying that because like I said, I don't get child support from my ex because I don't want it. I don't want anything from her financially. I don't I want anything from her family financially. Um, that's the thing that I don't want. I've, I've done this on my own for a year and a half. I've struggled. I've, I've made my, I've made my bed and I'm lying in it and I'm okay with it. I'm going to do it day in, day out for the rest of my life, for the rest of their lives, because that's what I signed up for. That's what I got to do. So guys, um, all right, enough of this. I'm going to end this. This is going to be an interesting one for sure. I kind of just went on a tyrant there for like 30 minutes actually and I'm kind of surprised that was pretty quick um I'm gonna do like I said so this is probably gonna be one of my longer episodes this is gonna be an interesting one um like I said I'm gonna my friend on his name is Dean we're gonna talk spoiler for Endgame and we're gonna review it and then maybe we'll dive into a little bit of like the DC Universe their streaming app and the upcoming Disney um streaming app um and kind of talk about what we expect from that so this is probably going to be the longest podcast we do. This, or I do, I should say, not we, because he's not part of it usually. Um, he's an interesting guy for sure. I think you guys will like him. He's funny. Um, he's got a lot of knowledge when it comes to comic books and stuff like that. So it should be real, real, real fun. He is a DC fan more so. I am more of a Marvel fan. So this will be interesting. This will kind of give you guys both perspective from each of us, which will be interesting for sure. Uh, so this will probably be the longest episode. This will probably be about an hour, maybe a little over, just because of the two segments. So guys, I can't thank you guys enough. Please keep listening. Please keep liking. Please keep sharing. Again, stay tuned for Eric and Dean review of Endgame. It's going to be an awesome segment. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So again, thank you guys. Thank you very much. And again, if you don't or you haven't seen Endgame, you might just want to stop listening after this, guys, because I don't want to spoil that for you Um, because it really is something you should go see. Um, So guys, thank you again. I really appreciate it. I'm your host, Eric Sanderson. Thank you again, and please stay tuned. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. It's Eric. Uh, you know, it's me. I have Single Dad Podcast, and with me, this is Dean. He, he's uh, seen Endgame now about three times. I've only seen it once, but we're going to review it, so uh, everybody just uh, hang in there, and if you don't want to listen to this because you haven't seen it, shame on you, but uh, you might want to stop listening because we are going to spoil the movie for you. Tons of spoilers. So, all right. So, Dean, I'll let you start because... You've seen it three times, and I've only seen it once, but what was your take of Endgame overall? It was great. I, I give it a 9 out of 10. It's a great closing chapter of the Infinity Saga. 
I know they're far from home as being considered like the epilogue, but to me, it's the saga's over now. Uh, Iron Man's dead. Black Widow's dead. All the chapters are pretty much closed except for Thor's. Um, I, I like my only issues with Professor Hulk, and <clears throat> I got tired of Fat Thor. But other than that, it's it was a great movie. Um, I'm not too picky on the time travel. Like uh, some people are. Um, I hope Thanos was a badass. Yeah. I, um, more so than when he had the stones, because he was basically just using the power of the stones in Infinity, Infinity War. This was actually like world-conquering Thanos, battle armor, straight up, I'm a general, I'm going to, you know, destroy you if you get in my way. I really like seeing that aspect of Thanos. Yeah. What would your take on the ultimate woman scene? Let's just get this out of the way now, the power woman moment. Let's just get it out of the way now. Didn't like it. Alright, that's uh, kind of the general sense. A Force sucks in the comics, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not just. It, it not... was forced, because it worked in Infinity War. Yeah. They were in, in Wakanda, yeah. and they were like, well, she's not alone. That worked. This was 100% forced. Like, what. It just wasn't natural. What the hell was Mantis going to do? Exactly. Like, what's she going to jump on someone's head? Like, yeah, like, come on. It just didn't work. It didn't work for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree <laughs> with that. Um, um, now. But that battle was awesome, though. Yeah, no, I thought I thought you couldn't get any better of a battle scene. Yeah. Um, now, what was your take when Cap picked up the hammer? I loved it. I like one of the few times in movie history I've ever got chills when I saw that. Yeah, I think um, it was a nice build up for that. I yeah, think I think I, I love him as Steve Rogers, and that was great. Yeah, I loved how they uh, they kind of teased it to you and Ultron, yeah. and then I don't know if it was because they were afraid to like show up Thor. Yeah. Or was it just they wanted to save it for for this, which I think was epic. I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard a couple theories, but I think it was more like they were just saving it. Like this, I think this was the plan all along was to have it happen in this movie. So. Uh, and then the only thing I have that I've thought about a couple times is when you see the next Spider-Man movie, did all those kids die? I guess because he shows up to school and they're the just like, oh my god, died, yeah, like I guess I don't. I mean, because it seems like nobody knew and nobody's older because yeah. Ant-Man's daughter is like. Five or six years old. I don't know why than she looked like she was twenty. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. She, wasn't she like eight? Yeah, I thought she was like in, eight. Yeah. Man in the Wasp. Yeah, she looks like she could drive a car now. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't know either. I, I mean, I, you know, people get tall when they get older. I mean, it was, I went to high school with some some girls who were pretty tall. So who knows? I guess. <clears throat> and then, um, like I said, my only other, I think my other problem with it was. They made Cap stray away from his character, where they made him yeah. break his own rules, so to speak. When they made him go past yeah. the rules of time travel, yeah. I, he, I mean, he I get would it. Never do that because no, he, no. he was always about the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was a selfish moment for Cap. Yeah, something you'd never see in the comics. Yeah. Now, what was your feel of Tony being the one to end it all? I expected it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's my second favorite combo character ever, and he's my favorite in the MCU. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of people cried. I don't cry in movies, but I got sad because he, if it wasn't for Robert Downey Jr., yeah, we wouldn't have the MCU. Yeah. And that, that's why I think Iron Man is the best MCU movie ever. It's the one that started it all. It's the most comic accurate of all the movies. Yeah. Well, except for Mandarin. I'm talking about the first oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You threw me off for a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the first one. All right. Um, my biggest question is it, that, that movie majority takes place in 2023. Why is he still wearing bootcut jeans? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody wearing bootcut jeans anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I um, I got I got I wouldn't say emotional, but I got I, I cheered up probably a little bit. 
more so when, you know, he was after he died and he's sitting on the porch with his daughter. You know, talking about John Favreau's oh, yeah, character. Happy. Yeah, happy. Yeah. And um Yeah, that was touching. And like, you know, he's like they talked about the cheeseburgers yeah. and then inside it related me to my kids and I'm just like, ah shit. Yeah, like, that was touching. Uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna cry. And then the guy next to me, as soon as Tony died, the guy's wiping tears from his face and yeah. I instantly thought, Wow, what a now, what a bit of a girl here, but I'm, I'm, I get it. I'm not going to lie, that was spoiled for me before I saw the movie. Oh, really? Now, you, you know me, I'm yeah, yeah. all about spoilers, but yeah. I wanted to go in this movie as dry as I could. Yeah. That got spoiled for me. Uh, yeah. See, that's so not that, cool. Yeah, that kind of yeah, yeah. me out. I, I stayed off social media, just stayed away from it yeah, all, because I, I didn't want to... I wanna... tried so hard, and then, um, I on, actually, it was one of the, the DC, two of the DC pages I follow. Oh, no. Because... You know me, I'm yeah. a huge DC fan, but <laughs> yeah. we're kind of bitter that they can't get their, they can't take two steps forward at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one step forward, two step backs with their movies. And we'll get into and, that. Um, they were like putting them up and I was like, I'm unfollowing you now. I even reported the pages. I was that mad that they did that because. That's not right. I kind of had a feeling it was either going to be him or Cap. I was expecting Cap. Actually, Honestly, I was thinking it was going to be Cap. Because that, that is right in line with Captain America. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I was thinking Cap the whole way. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really I think did it was too. gonna be Tony. Yeah, I, I, until I until I saw the spoilers, I thought yeah. it was gonna be Captain America. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad I did see, yeah. I'm glad I did see that. So I was kind of I was it was it was sad though, but it was it's a it's one of one of if not the best character arc told in cinema history. Yeah, from execution to storytelling to acting, everything because you could make the argument for Darth Vader. Yeah, but and as much as I love the prequels, they're kind of wonky at times. Yeah. For sure. But, like, from start to finish, every movie that Tony Stark was in, except for maybe Civil War, which is a good movie, but it's it lacks in some areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Age of Ultron, which has some, which I don't love, but it, there's some parts of <laughs> yeah. it. Like, looking back at it now, it's it actually a vision from yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit better. Then. And it tells every, they, basically everything that happens in Endgame, like, it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. But his overall arc from being a selfish billionaire playboy, you know, only out for money and himself, to... A family man who actually does give his life up to save the universe is it's it's an amazing story arc. Yeah, no, that's true. I agree with that. And then <clears throat> I was thinking about it too. The only other problem I have too is when Cap goes back in time to give back the stones to yeah. the proper place. What, <coughs> what does he do with the Soul Stone? And then what does he do with the the stone that they took out of Natalie Portman? Like, how does he put that back? Does he just reinject her with it? I does guess. does he just walk up to? you know red skull and be like here you go or does he just walk up to the cliff and chuck it off well realistically like, uh, red skull shouldn't be there yeah no i agree but his he's job there is done, yeah so I don't maybe know. yeah um yeah, yeah i don't know how that works out i mean uh, I, I, I <laughs> i'm kind of hoping i'm kind of hoping that chris evans maybe will do one more cat movie like like the old version as of old him cap, yeah. as old cap but he's telling you the story of him time traveling would... back and giving back all the stones in order where they were i, I know a lot of people i kind of want to see that, that. That they chose to give the shield to Falcon over Bucky. No, I'd rather that. But I'm fine with it. I, yeah. I really like Sam in the MCU. So do I. I think, and, even in the comics, I like Sam better than I do Bucky. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cap- Bucky, didn't, Bucky didn't become cool until he became the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And- because he was like, he was worth, he was like a, a lot gayer rock. <laughs> <laughs> and, then when, and then when in the comics in Civil War, when Cap got killed, they gave the shield to Bucky. Yeah. And Bucky had that obnoxious suit, and he had yeah. guns. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. time out. Cap never had guns. Like, yeah. that's Bucky's thing. And I was yeah. like, that, that's not that's not what Cap is. And in, in the MCU, he's not... You don't know if he's still compromised. Yeah. You know, you don't know if he's 100%. Like, if, if you know, Shiri and all of them actually had fixed him mentally. Yet, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no I, think, I think Sam is more on a moral level with Cap 
Yeah, I think so. Actually, is so that's probably why he chose. And I was fine with that. Yeah, (coughs) I would love to see them do another Captain America movie, like a Sam Wilson trilogy. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice. And maybe you could have Nick Fury, uh, Maria Hill, and old Chris Evans, old Cap, like restart Shield. Yeah, that'd be kind of good. I could see that. You could rebuild Shield into what it should have been, not you know, not obviously not what infiltrated by Hydra. Yeah, and then. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with the show, you know, because they're going to turn it into a show. I think they're going to rename the show. I hope so, because the name's kind of weak. (laughs) That's, from what I'm hearing, that's probably going to happen when they announce Phase 4, that they're going to unveil a new name for the show. That'll be good. And that's only going to be like six episodes. It's a limited run show. Yeah, which I'm okay with it. Yeah. And then I'm hoping that'll that'll spew into a a movie or something. That'd be nice. That'd be good. And then, um, what are you thinking about for the next... Guardians movie because I know that's going to be interesting because now Thor's with them so it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to play out. Well, they're obviously going to be searching for Gamora. Yeah. To to get her back somehow. Yeah. Um, like we were talking about before uh, with Beta Ray Bill, I just <laughs> want to see a talking horse in the MCU so bad. Uh, but I really I couldn't tell you what story that they're going to go with. I don't, I don't know. really know a lot about the Guardians and the comics-wise. And it's going to be interesting because James Gunn's going to be back for this one, which will be... Yeah, he's doing Suicide Squad first. Um, and then he's going back to do Guardians 3. Which, which I'm glad they're bringing back James Gunn for that. Yeah, I didn't... I, I think Taika Waititi could have did a movie in the style of James Gunn, but yeah. it would have been a Taika Waititi movie in the style of James Gunn. Yeah, and I wouldn't... I don't think it would have worked, so. No. And then, like like we were talking before we started turning this on, you know, we were saying that, uh, you know, the MCU does a really good job with their movies, mm. but they lack in other areas, like, their shows are not really that good. Uh, their outside, comics outside have, of Netflix. Outside of Netflix, which yeah. Netflix, we all know, canceled Agent all Carter of their shows. Good, Agent Carter was okay. I thought that was, it was a cool show. Agent, I, I like Haley Atwell a lot, though. Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was good first season, and then after that, I feel like it just drastically got worse. I, I, I tried to get into it when it started, and I was kind of like, this kind of boring. Yeah, and they brought in so, Ghost Rider, which is not even like the original version of Ghost Rider. They brought like yeah, the, the, car, the yeah. one drives a car. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm out on this. Horse or motorcycles. Yeah. What Ghost Rider they use. Yeah, and then. Their comics have gone downhill drastically since D- Disney bought them, unfortunately, which we know they weren't good to begin with. They're just getting worse. Though I did, there were parts to the, uh, was it Secret Empire? Was yeah. The arc they just finished? There yeah. Parts that, of, was, uh, that was okay. Liked, yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't hate it. I'm a little worried for the next saga because I don't care about Secret Invasion. No. I, I'm, to me, it's not going to, like, you could have it as a one-off, like how to yeah. get Ultron for the Avengers. Yeah. But I, personally, the only, I mean, you could top Thanos with Galactus, yeah. maybe Kang. Yeah. I want Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom is, uh, he's probably their most I think he's iconic the, villains outside he's of Thanos. The, in and Marvel. maybe Galactus, maybe. Yeah, like, and, I just think he'd be a great movie. Like, give me a solo movie. Yeah. Give him I want, I want, I really want them to bring in Silver Surfer. Yeah. And I want them to do Galactus the right way, not just a big cloud of show. Yeah, because that was a joke. I want a Fantastic Four movie. I want a Fantastic Four you know, movie. I, I like, love that first one. Yeah. And I kind of can sit through the second one because I love the Silver Surfer. Yeah. But, but outside of that... Fan Four Stick was awful. <laughs> I didn't even see it. Oh, <laughs> like, man. I refused to I see was, it. It was bad. Yeah, I refused to see it. It was bad. It was based off the Ultimate line, uh, which was right, not yeah, a no. comic line no. at no. all. And I'm not looking forward to, like we were talking earlier... Um, what happens with the Sony deal if it doesn't go through or not? Yeah. You know, because does Tom Holland go back <coughs> to Sony and play Spider Man? Does he join that Spider Verse that they're talking about doing? I haven't seen Venom. Um, I've heard, I've heard it's pretty good though. But I'm sorry, I like Venom. I, I I own it. Uh, I think Tom Hardy plays a great Eddie Brock, and then 
the Which makes me mad because I think he'd be a perfect Logan. Yeah, no, he I would really be. Really want him to see him to play Wolverine. Uh, yeah, I mean, who says he can? I mean, he probably could. If they I mean, don't, if they don't join the universes yeah. together, I'm yeah, sure they probably if they ever get around to making X Men movies, who knows what they're gonna do? I, I'm interested to see how the Dark Phoenix plays out. I'm kind of curious to see how that plays out. It okay. looks really, really bad. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm gonna really enjoy. I've it. seen this movie already. It was yeah. X Three. <laughs> that's true. That's exactly that's what it looks true. like to me. That's true. No, that's Except true. For this movie, she it look. It's alluded to that she kills. Mystique? Yeah, I in, think in so. In the trailers, at least? Yeah, that's what it looks like. But Yeah, I don't... That, I'm actually fine with that, because I don't like Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique at all. No, she's a bad Mystique. Yeah, I don't understand. She's not, she's not Rebecca Romain famous. Katniss, yeah, I don't understand I, at all. I don't... No, I agree. I and then... I, I do like... Is it, it's James McAvoy, right? That's who it is, right? He plays... Yeah, he's yeah. alright. I mean, I, I like he, Fassbender as Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those two play yeah. a really good job of their two characters, who they are. Yeah. The rest of the cast, I'm not... a good Jean Grey, though. I like her. Yeah, yeah. And I liked, um... Uh, what was the last movie? Uh, Apocalypse. I didn't like Apocalypse. I didn't like that either. I remember watching that over. But I liked what they did with, um, Apocalypse. I didn't like the movie itself, but yeah. I was fine with what they did with, with his character. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And people just couldn't get over the fact that he in that first photo that came out, he looked like Ivan Ooze. I know. Which he didn't look <laughs> right. anything like that in the final product. No, he did not. I mean? No, no, I don't <clears> remember. <throat> and I remember watching it over at Arden's house with George, and she was there. She got all emotional because you know. She thought, oh my god, they did a great job with the Phoenix for the first time ever. And I'm like, no. Uh, no. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guess you forgot about X-Men 3. It's fine. Like, Which was actually not bad. I mean, her that arc there was good. Yeah. Everything else about that movie wasn't good. Yeah. And then, <coughs> who played Beast? Who played Beast in that series? Kelsey Grammer. I thought, he was, was I thought he was the perfect that Beast. I thought he was great in that. Oh, my stars and bars. <laughs> yeah. And then... I know everyone, like I said earlier, everyone wants to see Ryan Reynolds play Stan Lee's role as the cameo thing. I'm completely against it. Yeah, me too. I don't want to see it. I think it's dumb. I think it's overrated. Yeah. I think it, it should just end. Yeah, I think... I think with it, that. Yeah, I think Stan, like you said, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Stan Lee fan, and I idolize Stan growing up. You are the opposite. And I, I get it. I respect no, 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 no. him, but yeah. I... I, I put on a Facebook a couple weeks ago that I think yeah. the fact that he lives so long is why he's so beloved. Because, yeah. I mean, when Jack Kirby died like 20 years ago, yeah. uh, Steve Ditko died. Was he the one that died recently? Or yeah, he's the one that died recently. Yeah, because yeah. there was one that died recently. Yeah, it was yeah. him and then And then, then all the guys who created DC, all, they, they all of them were dead for decades. Yeah. So it's like he's so beloved because he's been around for so for long. For so long, yeah. No, that's true. And then he's kind of... He, He's been credited with yeah. this whole uprising of bringing superheroes to the big screen. And he's when... been in every Marvel movie. Yeah, every and, single and one. Outside the MCU, yeah. too. He's yeah. been in every one. Yeah. Except for, I don't think he filmed the one for Far From Home. And Deadpool 2. He wasn't in Deadpool 2. No? No, I don't. he, was, he wasn't in Deadpool 2. Because they had this the picture or a statue of him, not an actual... I think you're right, yeah. I think he was sick, I think, or he was doing something at that time, I think. Yeah, because he was he wasn't in. I think he was only in. I don't think he was in two, because of either health reasons or something else that came up where he yeah, couldn't be in. Yeah, you might be right. I had to go back and watch it. Yeah, I I, I could have swore he wasn't in Deadpool too, because I remember Ryan Reynolds talking <laughs> about how he couldn't be in it or something. I like this cameo in Endgame though. That was, that was cool. <laughs> I like. I like how they use a the CGI to make him look like himself from nineteen seventy. Yeah. I liked how in the last two MCU movies, Captain Marvel and this one, he played himself. Yeah. Which was really really cool because yeah. that's not what he was in any of the other movies. It, it was, was like so funny because he looked like himself from current. That, yeah, that time in, period, yeah, which is which in, is awesome. In, in Captain Marvel. He played himself. He looked in, like himself now, well, yeah. before he passed away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that doesn't and that doesn't movie, add up. That movie takes place before Mallrats does. It does. So it's like, yeah, come on. Yeah, but it, it was it was cool. I mean, that was one of the few things I liked about Captain Marvel. And then, <clears throat> kind of playing off of that too, you know, like um, 
it's interesting because we're both from Jersey. But what what's your take on Kevin Smith? Like, because I know, um, he's <laughs> it's interesting because he's he's he loves comics, but he's also very biased in what he likes and what he chooses. And uh, I love all his movies up to Clerks Two. Everything after that, I think, sucks. Yeah, it's been hot garbage. So I'm <laughs> l- intrigued with the new Jay and Silent Bob movie. I'm hoping he gets back to his roots. Yeah, no, I agree um, with that. I respect him as a comic book fan because I know he's diehard, and I know he's. Yeah, yeah. I actually liked his run with the Arrow comics. Yeah, he, yeah, he did a really good job good, with those. That was a good line. Yeah. Um, he just cries about everything. Yeah, no. And he's just he's, he's a big he's a big he fanboy. He's a big fanboy. Chills boy. for so much like he's. It seems like he never has like a real negative review of yeah. any superhero there's movie. No, like there's no there's no realist. To, it's always this is the greatest thing ever, and there's no yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm happy that we get to see all this stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, when we were kids in the '90s, I never thought for a day in my life. I I mean, we had Batman and Superman yeah. growing up, but I mean, at, not. at that point, we, that was we were past yeah. Superman one and two. We were past yeah. Batman eight nine. We were in the stage of. Yeah. Bad superhero movies. Uh, the Captain America movie starring with, uh, with um, what's his name? Yeah. Was Red Skull. I can't remember. Jurgen Proc. Jurgen Proc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some no name as Captain America. Yeah. We were in a bad time for comic movies. And then movies. David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. Oh, uh, that was a comic accurate <laughs> representation <laughs> of that. I agree. Fury. I agree. <laughs> okay. But that was and a terrible Alcohol, movie. They lived in a cave that wore a cowboy hat. But that was a terrible. Absolutely from the comics. That was a terrible movie. That was <laughs> absolutely Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but they've come a long way. I mean, it's amazing to see what what we got now. I mean, even the DC movies. Let's be fair. Uh, you know, I mean, like there's what seven DCU movies. I love five of them. Yeah, it's Suicide Squad, which I like. It's fun. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Justice League is just a mess. It's, uh, it's I've grown to not like the movie, knowing what what Snyder's movie is. Yeah, Dark Side, which setting is... up for a sequel to have that massive battle with. The, probably the strongest villain in comics. Yeah, for sure. Darkseid is... He's, he's by far the biggest, baddest he's villain just, in of all time. Because even in even in the animated movies and the comics, he's, he's never killed. No, he's yeah. He's just defeated. Yeah, and I kind of wish they showed you him ripping the head mm-hmm. off and then throwing it down. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been cooler. But yeah, they edited that out, yeah. which kind of disappointed me. But I think Man of Steel is the best Superman movie of all time. I think it's... I, I really do. I know you don't like Superman. It, yeah, I, I, I hate I, Superman. <laughs> but... Like, I enjoyed I, the movie. I thought Man of Steel I, was fantastic. I really do. Like it's it's the best fight scene in any Superman movie. I agree with that. And I'm one of the few people who had no problem with him breaking Zod's neck. Actually, neither did I because he because kills people he on the says college. it straight in the movie. You have to kill me to stop me. Yeah. Or he's because Zod's power more powerful than him. Yeah. You they've shown it in that movie. Yep. That Zod was more powerful than Superman. Yeah. That's the only way he was going to defeat him. There was no. Uh, George said the other day, uh, throwing a giant plastic S on him, depowering him, and then throwing him down the. the yeah. That, that's not going to work. That's not happening. That's not going to happen. Yeah, you have no, to I agree. Kill him. You got to kill him. I was him. fine with that. I mean, he kills in the comics, let's be fair. I mean, he punched his fist through the Joker and he just yeah, yeah, like, come on. It, it happens. Like, that's what DC's about. DC is about yeah. being dark and keeping the characters dark. I wanted dark. the Injustice story, which is what yeah. Snyder was going for. Yeah, and I'm okay I with that. I wanted that. I wanted yeah. something different. Like, you can you can leave a more comic feel to Marvel, you know, br- yeah. brighter, more, a little more campy. Yeah. But if you're basing everything around the Injustice storyline, and the problem is I don't think a lot of people know that storyline. Unless oh, you play true. the games or read that comic. That's true, you're not going to. You're, you're not going to understand that storyline at all. You're yeah. not going to understand the, was the anti-life equation. Anti-life equation and all that. You're not going to get all that. <laughs> and then yeah. I liked, I like what they did with, I think they started to get really good with Aquaman. I love that movie. And then, you know, Wonder Woman was pretty good. Shazam was great. Shazam was fantastic. My kids even love Shazam. I'm, like, ho- I'm it really was... hoping they start, they introduce Black Adam soon. I think that's what the plan is. I think that's the next. Su- that's the rumor for Suicide Squad. Yeah, too, I think he's the villain. I hope because 
And I hope it's still The Rock, because I know there's there were some talks that, that he's he not going to do it. The MCU and yeah. stuff. You could do both. You could do both. Uh, it's not on the common. Yeah. Um, but there's no other person I think that could play Black Adam. No, it's got to be he, The he Rock. Looks like yeah. him. He's yeah. Jack, and he's he's he produced his company produced Shazam, Shazam which is yeah. not yeah, which I think that's the plan. I think that's going to be the I hope ultimate. So. And, and they I hit think the Danny Garcia's Henry Cavill's manager. Yeah. Rock's ex-wife. Yeah. So. <laughs> It'll be good. I think. I think that I, 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 there was that was really comic accurate that movie too. Like, oh, it was pretty spot on. Sins, yeah, it was pretty spot on. Like, Ooh man, this is good. <laughs> yeah. I like this. this it was good. pretty spot on. You couldn't get much better than yeah. that. Um, and it was it was funny. Like you know, a lot of people that go see these movies, they have no idea what what they're looking at or what they're seeing, and and that's the thing. What Marvel does good at with their movies is, mm-hmm. is that they play to the whole audience. Yeah. Whereas I DC mean, sticks. Some pretty much, I mean, like, yeah, we're yeah. kind of purists, saying you, you know, you, me, George, and stuff like that. We're purists. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we kind of pick things apart when we shouldn't. To, we have to, and that's kind of where it's hard I, not I to. ended my, like, hostility towards Marvel, because it's like, you know what, I'm just going to accept these movies for what they are. They're another universe yeah. of these movies, even though it's been retconned that they're in 616. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. it's, it's, I guess, maybe the snap did that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but that's why, like, I try not to be too judgmental, and I just want to enjoy them for what they are. Same thing with... Uh, the DC universe. Yeah. You know, I kind of like just take a step back and just enjoy for what they are. Even though Aquaman was pretty beat for beat was the throne of Atlanta story. Yeah, yeah, no, that was Which pretty is good. Why I don't, I'm not really understanding why it didn't get a high praise as Black Panther did because Black Panther was beat for beat, basically the throne of Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Just. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just. And they killed both of his. I mean, Black Panther does not have a rich. Story a lot of villains. And like, you've me, killed off both of your two main villains. Make, I, I want a sequel because I like Black Panther. So a lot. do I. I thought it was a really good movie. I like Ryan Coogler as a director. Yeah. Um, it's got to be Neymar. It has that's to be. Only you have no choice. You really have no choice. You can't, you can't do a Neymar movie because Universal owns his rights. Yeah, well, that's true. So that's true. It's just I like, think that would be a great movie. Um, oh, speaking for, of people who own rights, like uh, since Universal owns rights of characters like the Hulk. I know it's like, Hulk and Neymar. I don't know yeah. who else they own though. But like, let's 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 talk about the Hulk for a second because we kind of overlooked the Hulk. I understand. I understand <laughs> Marvel doesn't own the rights, so maybe that's what why they went the character arc with. The Hulk, maybe. Awesome. Um, he was great in Thor Ragnarok, though. I, I love him in Ragnarok. Yeah. I, th- I had high hopes for him in, in Endgame, and and then look at it. You know, the last Infinity War, he got his butt kicked by Thanos, and then he was not. Then there was no Hulk through the whole movie. You're just yeah. like, okay, you're gonna give me Banner the whole you time. You got that terrible Bruce Banner scene when the Hulk Buster. Yeah, and he got his arm ripped off. off and yeah, you can clearly tell that that was CGI. Yeah, I, I think that's some of the poor CGI in the entire MCU was on the, with anything with, to do with the Hulk. No, I agree. And then. And then Infinity War. And the, and the PlayStation 2 graphics for the end scene in Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. That was pretty bad. And then and then with uh, Endgame, he had one moment that I thought was actually enjoyable, and that's when like they time-traveled the back in the past, and then he had a smash-up, and he's like, oh. Uh, that was uh, funny. Like, I thought that was the only funny moment yeah. for the Hulk, other than the, the taco scene where he handed Ant-Man his taco. Too, yeah. Like, Other than that... <clears throat> I thought it was. I thought it was like, eh. I mean, you're I get, one of my favorite characters from yeah, the MCU. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, I love that Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have seen that with Nora. I know he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, so. but I thought Mark Ruffalo did a really good job overall. Yeah, but they have slowly, like I was saying to you before, they have slowly just depowered him over the course of the MCU. And I wonder if it has a lot to do with society and what people, you know, they don't want to see that kind of like anger and aggression all the time. I don't know. It, it's like, possible. It's, you know the way some of the things are going in with media and yeah. movies nowadays. You know, yeah. But it's a shame because I 
would have loved to have seen. He didn't have to get the killing blow on Thanos. No. But I would love to see like, him go back to forth in a, 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 a good fight. And that's you know? why, like, I, like, I really liked that first scene with Thanos, and they're all in there, and they're all kind of, like, beating up on him a little bit. Hawk did nothing, and then Thor chops his mm-hmm. head off. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. you just... Like, you got your revenge for your brother. Like, this is epic. Like, he got revenge for everybody. Yeah, I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Like, because... And for a Marvel movie? Yeah. I didn't expect that neither, at all. Oh, neither did I. They shy away from violence like yeah. that. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, especially yeah. so early, too. I was yeah. like, I was like, like oh, all right, this is where we're wow. going with this. All right. Yeah, I was... I'm excited for this. Yeah. And then, you know, someone said to me, like, well, you know... Like, that's not accurate, because Thanos would have been able to beat those guys up a lot easier. And I'm like, did you miss the whole point that he got rid of the Infinity Guy, almost killed himself with it. He clearly yeah. said he destroyed it and almost destroyed him. Yeah, That's it, why he was so that weak. Had person watched the movie yeah, like, I was and saw <laughs> Thanos at the end, when, yeah. you, when you had world-conquering Thanos with a double-bladed sword, yeah. was, I love that because, yeah. I mean, it's his weapon from the comics. I'm yeah. still disappointed we didn't get the Thanos copter. Yeah, me too. Like, I was a little disappointed with that. I thing. knew they were going to do that, but maybe like a reference yeah, yeah, or something, something like that. Like, something. Some, but, and then, what was your take on Hawkeye? Because... I, I thought... Um, I always thought Hawkeye was pretty worthless. Uh, he's not one of I, my favorite characters in the comics because I, I like Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, I, I feel but like Jeremy Renner is a really good actor and he really... You really saw that at the opening scene. Yeah, of the movie. yeah, yeah. Like, just how good of an actor. It was the same thing with Paul Rudd. Like, goofy Paul Rudd and, you know... Yeah. Made his, first de- his acting debut in Halloween 6, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was in Halloween 6. Awful movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he showed yeah. him, just in that quick scene with his daughter, you show, he like, the emotion. You're like, wow, Paul Rudd's actually a good actor. Yeah. I'm surprised, so. Because Ant-Man vs. Wasp was a big letdown. Oh, uh, I enjoyed it, though. It, no, I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it's it. It's not it was, the first one. No. Um, I thought Ghost was really cool. I thought that was, I was glad to see they brought that uh, character in. I thought uh, it was going to be. To me, it's a movie that, that was only made, really, to introduce the Quantum Realm some more. That's, that's basically what I was. set up for in end game that that's how they're going to travel and through time like I said really you could like when I gave the rundown of the movies on an earlier podcast I said that you could just skip everything and just watch the end credit and then you but would you understand but you kind of have to watch it no I know but I'm just like you know, but because, I'm, if you know but the end credit scenes are out of order too that's true in the movies that's true they are kind of um, all over the there's place there's one specifically I can't think of the top of my head that takes place uh, I think it's in phase one the after credit scene of the Incredible Hulk doesn't take place in ah, after Incredible that's true. Hulk I think it takes place um, after uh, Captain America, it does. It I takes place after yeah. Cap. Yeah, I think I'm you're right. I'm pretty sure it's where it is. I looked it up one time. Where yeah. the, every like the chronological way to watch it and the chronological way to watch all the. I'm the, pretty sure that doesn't take place right after the movie. Huh. I'll have to look. I'll have to look at that and see. But yeah, I don't know. And then like you know, I'm intrigued to see what Disney does with their streaming app because they're yeah. gonna bring all the Marvel universe over with it, of course. Yeah. You know, and then like what I'm shows are they gonna the get? Cap, the, the Falcon and. Uh, Winter Soldier yep. show. Um, what was the other one they announced? There was two. There was two, and I don't remember the other Wanda one. WandaVision, which I... I'm out, I and I don't think I'm out on that one. But Scarlet Witch is a great character, yeah. but she's nothing like she was in the comics. And no, and she's one of the most powerful yeah. like, like heroes I mean, she, they have. They showed it in Endgame. Like yeah. She was on the verge of killing Thanos, <laughs> yeah. so he told him to rain fire down. Like, yeah. She was killing him. Yeah, she was She was going to destroy him. Yeah. Like, And I was, I was hoping, and part of me was kind of hoping that was going to happen, and then... I just knew that wasn't going to be there the were case. Some, there were some rumors that I read before the movie came out that they were going to set her up to be the next villain because she was... Yeah. She was mad that she... That, like, everybody kind of got back their loved ones except for her with Vision. Yeah. I mean, he's a robot. Yeah, I mean... build another one, I mean, realistically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, theoretically. Um, but, I mean, that's... I mean, their love story is comic accurate, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that they were going to set her up to be, like, the next villain that she was just going to kind of lose her powers. And I was like, well, that's 
sort of what they did with Dark Phoenix yeah. and the X Men yeah. saga. Do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. It's like you, we, you we don't want to go down that. Do you want to really kind of copy off of a really up and down Fox X Men series? Yeah. Which is a shame with, with Fox is that you know they they lost those movies, which is in a way it's going to be good because now we get to see that whole grouping of characters get recasted and yeah, I'm, supp- I'm I just hope curious. they don't drop the ball. With I'm okay some of if it. they never do an X Men movie. Yeah, I don't want to. It's kind of be hard to do that. I kind of don't want um, them to do an X. I kind of want to see a Gambit movie though. I'd be intrigued with that. I don't care about Gambit. I think that'd be interesting because I like think there's so much hype for that. I want the Fantastic Four. I definitely want Fantastic I really Four because the Fantastic Four because. If you don't bring in the Fantastic Four, then you don't get Doom. You don't get Galactus. You don't get Galactus you don't either. Silver Surfer. Yeah, and X Men. Yeah, you open up a lot too. Like, I mean, you could get a lot of people from that, but I'm not. I don't. But what are you gonna? I mean, you can't do it in Dark Phoenix for the third time. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, how yeah, many yeah, times yeah. are you gonna reuse the Dark Phoenix? That's She's true. really not a true villain. Yeah. She's you know. I mean, there, you know, there's a lot of storylines you could take too. Like, mm-hmm. I like to see Morph. I think Morph would have been cool. Yeah. I always like Morph in the comics. And there's eight movies coming out for Phase Four. Um, I'm a, I I can almost guarantee where it's going to be Black Panther two, Doctor Strange two, which I'm I'm excited for because yeah, I, I like loved, I, I love Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was a really that good was movie. Really good. Um, Guardians three, probably Captain Marvel two, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm alright with if it if they get a good director and writer because I didn't like the first one at all. The retcons were so uh, stupid. Yeah, but she was okay in the role. Like, yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was. A good, she's yeah. a good actress because I I was thinking about it. I was like, what movies have I seen her in? She was in Don Juan. Or Don John, whatever movie was. Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. She played a sister, I think. Yeah, she played a sister. And then The Glass Castle. Which was good. Which she was... I didn't even realize that was her. That she played oh, the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh, she was okay, really so good she's that. a good actress. Yeah. She's just a lunatic. Yeah. Um, But the movie was so stupid. Yeah. And, and once I heard... one The moment... I remember talking about this with George. The moment they showed Nick Fury pet that cat. Oh. We were both like, that's it. There it is. That's yeah. why he's losing his eye. I know. Like, Nick Fury. And it lost his eye. One of the most badass character. No, no power. He's just, a, he's just tough as nails. Loses his eye to a cat. I know. I, I. When that happened, I was like, "You gotta be crap me." This yeah. is how, this is the this and is the, the story we get. Yeah, in the, the scrolls. scrolls, that was a joke. I mean, I, you could, you could, you could take them another way and be like, "Okay, now they're bad guys now." Because yeah. what 25, 30 years almost, almost yeah. thirty years yeah. from when her movie takes place and when the end of Endgame takes place. Yeah. But I don't care. I I I don't care less about. The they were scrolls. so weak like, and like frail that I was like, yeah. There's no way you could take them thirty years later and make them an evil group because and you, li- it's just... you literally got Ben Mendelsohn, who's one of the best actors in the world, yeah, to play nobody. Yeah, he, like, he's literally not, nothing. Like, they did nothing in that movie. There's, Absolutely nothing. And that's actually my biggest complaint with the movie is that there's no actual villain in the movie. There really and isn't. Nothing which is true. actually really happens. She's like. I guess they kind of made Jan Rog the villain, but at the same time, like he really wasn't. He really a villain. Yeah, he really wasn't a villain. He didn't. Yeah. It's not like she did anything, or yeah, that's true. I mean, it was. I never really thought about it. I guess it was more of just bridging the gap just to get you to end game so that she could bring her in. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That should have been a Phase Four movie. Yeah, because it was fine to introduce her at the end of Infinity War, and then have her a little bit in Endgame. Endgame. That was fine. Yeah, I could I could have done well, that. No, that's actually probably better actually. actually shoehorn her movie into into the Infinity Saga just to just doesn't make sense because now there's all these unanswered questions like how did how does fake Marvel because I'm not yeah. going to acknowledge no, yeah. Marvel yeah I'm sorry Annette Bening is not a convincing no. Kree warrior to me no not at all um, no I'm sorry and Marvel is one of the best comic book characters yeah like when he dies of cancer like yeah he goes all world of worlds and dies of cancer I know um, he's like villains are showing up for paying their respect to him like, yeah I can't take it seriously no, how I does agree. she get the Tesseract 
yeah. did Shield lose a Tesseract to her? Yeah. How does you that know, happen? It's just... Yeah. No, I agree. I don't understand any it was, of that. It was a me- I can't believe Kevin Feige let that movie come out. It's the wor- To me, it's the worst MCU movie. Just in just standing w- alone that it serves no purpose to the MCU. Like, even yeah. Thor 2, as boring as that movie is, you that's true. still got the ether, which that's... We already knew about the Tesseract yeah. from Captain Marvel. Yeah, 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 We didn't know about the ether. That's and, true. And the, the reality stone. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know any of that. that we didn't know any of that stuff. And then, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I would put that probably last, maybe, <clears> thinking about it. If you're gonna rank them, yeah, because it has no real purpose whatsoever. Zero, zero that, purpose. That's true. I never really thought about that. But where are we at? I don't want to. I know. You, I don't want to keep you too long because you got yeah. things you got to do. Um, it's a more time. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the DC universe. I think they do a really good job with their comics and their shows better than Marvel does. Marvel definitely crushes it. And video games. And so. that's true. Their video games are are way better. Is there even any video games that are good for Spider-Man? That's true. I do own that. That's, and, that's actually really good. And uh there were what was it? Spider-Man Ultimate Spider-Man I think it was. That was out for like the GameCube and the PS2. It's that like, was pretty good it too. It seems like they only know how to make good Spider-Man movies, um, like video games. Ultimate Lines was good though. The really? first one, the second one was not good uh, at all. Yeah, um, I don't, but I the didn't... first one was it was a really good game. That's yeah. actually what uh grew my love for Marvel because I was really only an X-Men and Spider-Man fan as a kid and then that's yeah. where I kind of got introduced to Tony Stark and realized yeah. like Tony's uh, like that's what drew me into Tony Stark and why I became such a big fan of him yeah and then I delved into comics yeah and I think t- and then Robert Downey Jr. just you couldn't get a more perfect casting no uh, you know what if you look back at it, I think Marvel did a really good job casting pretty much all the main Avengers yeah. like they did a really good job like Chris Evans was really good as Cap oh yeah um, couldn't, I couldn't you I really couldn't think of anybody better. And, I, and I'm actually surprised that Scarlett Johansson did a good job playing, you know, Natasha. I thought she yeah. did a really good job. She's and I, a great I lo- actress. And I loved her death. I actually loved her death in Endgame more than anything just because yeah. I was annoyed with her character. I just, really? Yeah, I just... I just watching her character arc through the whole, like, MCU universe, like... Yeah. It was a nice fitting way for her to go out because her role kind of flip-flopped yeah. in Endgame. She was more of the captain role because... Yeah. There's that scene where she's sitting behind the desk. You actually see like her real emotion, yeah, and, like her yeah. being really upset. Yeah, she was and, basically like, running. I guess what was whatever left of the Avengers yeah. or whatever. Yeah, the and Cap then was just off the, doing the the groups at Shea Stadium, yeah, or City Field, and stuff like that. So it was it was good to see that her just. She's my favorite, second, my third favorite Avenger in the in character in the entire MCU. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 Tony, then Cap, and then her. I, yeah, that's I was, just because I'm a little partial to Scarlett Johansson too. She's yeah. a great actress. Yeah, no, she really is. And I, I was glad. I was. It was good to see her go down like that, not in a bad way, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the only way I think her character. Same thing yeah. with Tony. Like they're looking at that. There's no way their characters could have continued. Correct. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their arcs were complete. Yeah, like, and that's kind of like what I feel with Cap too. Like I'm, I'm willing to overlook that character yeah. flaw of him not following his rules. Yeah. And his traditions, and then him just being old mm-hmm. Cap, and I'm like, all right. You're, there's no other way of ending that character without yeah. doing that. Yeah. So I get I it. Agree. But you know, I can all Clint Eastwood like at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I just don't. I, I'm I'm worried about Hulk. Like what I'm kind of hoping. I know it's gonna sound, but I kind of hope they just let that character go away. I know he's. I know Mark Ruffalo's got one more movie on his on his deal. Yeah. So, so he's probably gonna sh- I would imagine Thor 4 if they do a Thor 4 that's gonna be my guess yeah I can see that if not in Avengers 5 cause, cause what are you gonna do with him I mean I, I, he, you know he's Hulk all the time now so it's like 
He looks like Hulk all the time. Yeah. He's yeah, but he's, he's Banner mostly. He's you know, Banner just looking him. like Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Now his one arm doesn't barely work unless yeah. he could. I mean, I'm sure you could spin it where he was in the Gamma Lab and use it to regenerate his arms. Yeah. Like and I kind of. I mean, I did like the fact that he was the one that was gonna try to reverse everything. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Like I was like I was like oh like yeah this is cool like I'm alright with it. I would have liked them to I was. If they would have brought in Professor Hulk after the snap or something, yeah, it worked away. Like I would have, I really was hoping maybe we'd get Worldbreaker Hulk. Yeah, no, I agree. That would have been awesome. And see that battle between him and Thanos, and then maybe I don't know, he puts the glove on, does the snap, yeah. and it, it it changes his personality. I don't know. I kind of yeah, no, I agree because I I think like you said like you said earlier, it would have been nice to see Hulk actually take some revenge on Thanos because yeah. and we haven't really seen Hulk be a Hulk since. Uh, the second Avengers movie? Yeah, probably. Yeah, because even in Ragnarok, you you saw in that one scene where he... Kind of goofy. And yeah, and he just... Bit. He beat up Thor a little bit, yeah. but then Thor kind of beat him up pretty bad. Yeah, but other than they, that... They, they built him up so so strong in the first Avengers. Um, you know, even Loki's talking about it. He, yeah. They're alluding to he's almost like as powerful as like a nuclear weapon. And it's just like... And then it's... He never lived up to that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, know. you, got, you got nothing. Like, yeah. he comes out... He beats up on Thanos a little bit in Infinity War at that first little scene. And then, like, it was like Thanos was just toying with him. And then yeah. he just annihilated him. But Thanos him. also had two stones at the time, too. No, no he had, at that he point, had, he, only had had, he only had one. Loki didn't give he, up the Tesseract yet. Yeah. But, but still, still like, that already makes him the most powerful being in, in the yeah. universe. Because he's already got one power. Yeah. One but, like, that's... Stone. And that's the thing I didn't understand is, like, you know, Hawk should have known that. Especially as, as smart as he is now because he's yeah. Professor Hawk. He should have been like, oh, now I can kind of take this guy because yeah. he doesn't have the stones yet. And he didn't. They didn't give you that opportunity, you know. And I'm like, yeah. all right. They let Thor, Cap, and Iron Man kind of like lead the way on that. Yeah. And I think that's probably due also because they don't own the rights to Hulk either. That's kind of like that. Very well could be you it. Know, where they were just like, we can't take this character anywhere because he can only be a side character. Yeah, they can't do anything. So that could, that really could be it. Yeah, I feel like the character arc for him is not looking good whatsoever. Yeah. But it it's gonna be interesting to see how this next saga goes with all of this. Like, I kind of want to see if they're gonna. You know, are they are they gonna do X Men or are they not gonna do X Men? You know, are they gonna do the Eternals or they're not? Like, I, from what I understand, the Eternals has some casting done. I know they haven't announced anything for Phase Four. Yeah, you, know, you definitely know. The dates, there's the eight dates that they released for, but that was about yeah. it. Um, we know. I mean, Black Panther is a billion dollar movie. Yeah, they're gonna make a sequel. Yeah, they set up Baron Mordo at the end of Doctor Strange. And we're getting Spider Man Two, Doctor Strange. We're probably gonna get. The Natasha film, probably. Yeah, I don't really have any... Black Widow. Or to, like, that. No. Like, to me, her arc's complete. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to see her... I don't need an origin story I, for yeah, her. I, don't need I feel like... It. It's I feel the like same thing with Solo in, in Star Wars. Like, yeah. I know I like Solo. I thought it was a decent movie. I, I, I didn't need it. I feel like that's... You got Han's complete arc in the yeah. original trilogy. I feel like you're... That's Disney just trying to dip in and take yeah. our money so give suckers. us something new. Give, yeah. us, give us Fantastic Four. Something. Give us... Um, you know, I know they can't use the Netflix characters right now, but like Iron Fist or Daredevil yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something we haven't seen. Which... I don't need to see her in the Red Room or anything like that. Yeah, it's no, I agree. Yeah, I don't need to see any of that stuff. I, I think it's it's going to be a waste. But I'll probably go see it anyway just because I've seen them all. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to not be in, as invested <laughs> yeah. as I was with the Infinity Saga. I mean, I saw most of them in the theater. Yeah. Like, I mean, the army kind of prevented me from seeing some in the theater. Yeah. Like, most of them I saw. A lot of them are opening night. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I, I think and it I don't is. think anything will live up to the Infinity Saga. No, unless and, they do a Doctor Doom, 
or a Galactus or something, yeah, something. like that. But it, like Secret Invasion won't live up to Infinity Saga. And I'm curious. And I'm curious to see what DC does. Are they gonna keep building off of this? What they've got going with Aquaman and Shazam? Probably because both like, sequels have been greenlit. Yeah. So. so I wonder if they're gonna keep building, and then are they gonna do a Justice League two? Are they actually going to do a Flash? Are they going to do a Cyborg movie? Cause... Yeah, I I know Cyborg, I think, has been scrapped. Which I'm kind of okay with. But I like Ray Fisher. Yeah, so do I like him as uh, Cyborg. Cyborg. He was good. I'm, I know the Flash movie has directors. I think Ezra Miller has been let go. I because hope. Because he was like making demands of the script. Of course he it's was. Like, like, dude, yeah. you were okay as the Flash, yeah. but you... The more I see you as the Flash, the more I absolutely hate you as the Flash. I, yeah, I think he played a terrible Barry Allen. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't like the, his portrayal of yeah. Barry Allen. Like, the Flash is fine, you're just running. Yeah. Like, yeah. and the fact like, that he, anything. like, he had no moves. Like, I, I didn't like the fact that they were, like, in Justice League, he didn't know how to throw a punch. He, not, he didn't know how to use yeah, any of his powers. And I'm like, so you're telling me you just know how to run? Yeah. Like. Exactly. What? Like, <clears throat> what just happened here? Yeah, and I think that's ultimately what is... I think... And now I can look back now that the Infinity Saga is complete. I think that's ultimately what people don't like about a lot of the early DCU films. Yeah. Is that they're trying to have those payoffs... Yeah. ...too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you know? need, and you don't need it. <clears throat> Instead of establishing the characters. Yeah. Like Batman... I love Batman vs. Superman, but that should have been, like, the fourth movie of the DCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of in the middle between Man of Steel and the Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah. Not the second movie in yeah. the saga. And they rushed that, that end, that whole battle at the end there. Like, I feel like yeah, you could have, like... Yeah, I thought it was fine. Because um, I have no problem with Doomsday. Like, I don't, I don't, need, I don't need to see a whole movie about Superman Doomsday fight. No, like, neither do I. It's a 30-minute fight. Yeah. But, um... That was too rushed in the, in yeah. the DC. Yeah, yeah I think they were... Been, like I said, too... Like that, there should have been another Superman movie before that, and at least a Batman yeah. movie to establish Batman in the in I the, feel the like series. they were... I feel like DC was more concerned what Marvel was doing and how far Marvel was along, because they were like, oh crap, they're bringing out Thanos. Yeah. Like, we need to get Doomsday going so I, we I, can get to Darkseid. And it's like, well, I, I who think, gives a shit what Marvel's doing? Yeah. Just focus on your characters. I and, think what Warner Brothers' issue was... Is they thought that they could put? I mean, look, they got Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are the three most profitable and the three most yeah famous oh yeah characters ever oh yeah for and sure. Spider Man's like number four yeah yeah you know because he's he's he iconic is, he's yeah, yeah. Marvel. yeah he that's really it yeah no yeah there's no one more um, than but it's those three that's why yeah. they called the Holy Trinity yeah I think they were kind of like well, we can just put them in a movie and it'll be good yeah and that didn't and, work like I like Batman vs Superman oh yeah I, 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 I thought it's a great movie especially the director's yeah. And I hope Warner Brothers looks at Endgame and says, hey, we can make three-hour movies if it's needed. Like, Yeah. I Batman mean, vs. Superman should have been a three-hour movie. It, yeah, for Even sure. Even I love the theatrical cut, yeah. the director's cut is so much better. Yeah. No, so. and like, and that's the thing I liked about Endgame was everybody, there was a lot of characters, but every character got a justified amount of time. Yeah. And everything didn't, like, it just flowed nicely. Everyone had, a, like, a nice, good character arc and finish from start to finish in that movie. Like, yeah. you saw the emotion yeah, from everybody... And where they were, and the payoff. Yeah, for everybody. Deserved payoff. Yeah, everybody. Which was nice, you know. And that was my fear was like, no, not all of them are gonna get that that send off that everyone deserved. So, um, but, but yeah, guys. So yeah, so we're gonna end it there. Uh, I know we kind of talked about a lot, but um, maybe we'll do another one. Uh, Hopefully, you guys like it. You know, we'll do another one. We'll talk more DC, more Marvel, Uh, and we can even talk more other comics. You know, we'll go into like you know Hellboy and Spawn and all that. Um, But we'll see. So guys, please comment, like, share um you know write in please it'll be good so thanks again guys thanks for listening you know again i'm your host eric sanderson single dad podcast that was dean thank you dean for coming on thanks for having me on so yeah not a problem we'll do it again all right definitely
Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Hey, everyone. It's Eric Sanderson again. It's your host of Single Dad Podcast. Um, guys, I forgot to do my top five uh, at the end of it, like I do in every episode. I can't believe I forgot again, guys. But um, I hope you guys are liking a new microphone. I think this is going to be the way to go from here on out. I think it gives me a little bit better of a sound quality and clarity on the show. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Again, it's it's kind of like a cheap mic. It's not anything fancy. I figured I'd give it a try, see if it's better than at least the microphone that comes with the phone. I mean, that comes talking through the phone. Um, so we'll see what happens, guys. But anyways, let's get into this. I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible just because it is a very long episode. And I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in, listening, and still hanging in there because this is the longest episode of Single Dad Podcast to date. But I think it was a really good episode with what I had to say earlier on in the first segment and then the segment with my buddy Dean talking about comics and Endgame and DC Universe and everything like that. I think we'll have another one of those with him and maybe we'll bring my friend George in and he mentioned him a few times and he's a huge DC nut so you'll get a very strong DC side from him. But anyway, speaking of DC guys, I'm going to give you my top five DC heroes. Um, one shocking uh, character will not be in my top five and we'll see and I'll explain to you after I give you my top five on why I feel like that character still has yet to earn a top five ranking in my eyes in the top five DC superheroes. Um, but, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for it because I'm not a DC fan. I'm not, I'm not a huge DC fan, I should say. I am a fan of DC and their characters, but I'm a Marvel nut. I'm more of a Marvel geek. So here it is, guys. Enjoy my top five. Um, so number five, we're going to put Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is what she is. She is one of the Holy Trinity of the top three of the face of DC, but unfortunately she's not in my opinion, strong enough to be any higher than number five. Um, number four, guys, it's a little bit of a shocker. I don't know if he even deserves to be in anyone's top five other than mine, but I am kind of biased because I did meet Stephen Amell, and he made it even that much cooler because I really enjoy the show, Green Arrow, and I really enjoyed the comics of Green Arrow. So putting it all together, guys, it is the Green Arrow at number four. Um, but again, like I said, I'm kind of biased because I met the guy, and I really like the comic to begin with, so... It kind of put it over the top for me to put him in my top five, and that made it push someone else out that, shockingly, you guys will be like, oh my god, I can't believe you left him out. Um, and then number three, guys, I hate to do it, and I, I it pains me to do it, but he's got to be in my top five because of who he is and what he represents for DC, and that's Superman. I hate Superman with a passion. I'm not a fan, don't like his character, don't like anything about Superman, uh, but unfortunately, uh, I know what he is and what he means to DC, He's one of their faces. He is the quintessential superhero. He's pretty much unstoppable uh, other than throwing a green glowing rock at him. Um, So it is what it is, guys. Take it for what it is. I'm not going to dwell on Superman because, again, I don't like the guy. So let's move on to number two. Number two is The Flash. And I know, shocking, because he's not number one. Um, But it's okay, guys, because, you know, I I don't think he's um, very... Very, 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 very popular as the other three, as I, you know, as I said, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman. But um, I feel like The Flash is a personal favorite of mine because he's always been the only really superhero that I like from the DC universe. Um, I like everything about The Flash, uh, the character Barry Allen, and his storyline. And I think he has a lot of great villains that uh, aren't really known unless you read the comics or follow it. But then, guys, at number one, so not surprise here, it's Batman, ladies and gentlemen, because Batman, you take a look at it, look at the movies that were made, uh, look at the versions of Batman's that were, 
Um, that man's probably the most told story, the most looked at, most sought after. Besides, on top of that, guys, his villain is one of the greatest villains in all of comics. And I've told you guys that. But um, So that's it, guys. That's my top five. And what you're probably surprised that I'm missing in my top five is Aquaman. Let's be fair, guys. Aquaman has always been kind of like a buddy end of a joke. Uh, he's never really been taken seriously until lately when Jason Momoa put the suit on. And took on the character role and took it to a whole nother level. So I think it's unfair to put Aquaman in the top five because of one guy who plays Aquaman and made it what it is. Um, I'm not saying in the comic books that Aquaman isn't great. He's He is what he is in the comics. I mean, I, I, I think having Jason Momoa play the guy, it makes it better. I mean, he probably pushes him up in my top ten to like seven or eight. Um but, uh, again, that might change if I ever meet Jason Momoa. Um, I do go to conventions, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know my kids want to meet him. They love Aquaman. They think it's a great movie, which it is by far uh, one of my favorites, top two uh, of the DC Universe so far. Um, so, guys, I'm going to try to keep this short because I would think we're pushing, you know, an hour and 20, hour and 25 minutes of this show. Um, so, guys, thank you again. I can't thank you enough. Um, like I said, there's some big things coming. New logo probably coming soon. I'm trying to get some uh, different merchandise out there. Um, there's stuff coming. I'm really excited, guys, for this show. And I appreciate everybody listening, tuning in. Please keep sharing. Please keep liking. Please, guys, find me on Facebook. Find me on, um, you know, you can find my personal page on Facebook. You know, I know it's set private, but if you want to, you know, talk to me, like, you know, whatever you want to do, ask me questions on there, that's fine. You know, find Single Dad Podcast. It's on Facebook. You know, look it up. Uh, you know, I would love for you guys to keep finding me, asking me questions, so I can talk about it on the show, if you guys have problems or issues or whatever it may be, just just send me an email, and instant message me, whatever you gotta do, I'll talk about it guys, it'll be fun, it'll be good, um, I'm working on trying to get an Instagram, a Twitter for it, whatever, I'm trying to branch out on social media, it's just hard guys being a single dad and trying to find time to do everything else day to day with a job, being a dad, you know, house stuff, all kinds of everything else guys, um, and then do this show. Um, but I do it because I enjoy it and I, I, I think you guys enjoy it. So thank you again, guys. I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And again, I'm your host, Eric Sanderson. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.